0: every team every topic everywhere this is believe. hey what up no nation it's your guy kelvin hunt here editor of chopchat.com welcome to the Bit for playmakers youtube channel man tough day tough day to be a no fan um i mean gosh not even 24 hours after just uh, an amazing win over the number fourteen Louisville Cardinals. Uh, my plan today was to get some content out on on the site, which I did. I mean, I, I slept like two hours last night uh, getting some content content up on on the game, and was expecting to you know, be able to write about FSU being one of the four teams in the college football playoff and whoever the potential matchup was, and you know, all that good stuff, all of the, the goals for this program remaining, uh, along with all the ones that they have accomplished uh, thus far this year. And uh, obviously that's not going to happen. Um, the college football playoff committee decided to drop FSU down to the number five spot and move one loss Alabama and one loss Texas ahead of the nose and so in this particular episode we want to talk about some of the fallout from that decision and um and kind of where where does fsu go from here um man just uh, just amazing I, I wasn't even watching the show live I, I had just just gotten out of church and and um had some 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 buddies that were that were texting me and and i was kind of checking online here and there just to see what the vibe was and I could tell that the fans were in a, in a tizzy, but I was like, hey, you know, I mean, we're, we're a passionate fan base. So, you know, it's whatever, you know, I, I really didn't I really didn't see um, uh, shoot AD Malka offered um, tweeting. If I, I think if I would have saw him tweeting what he was tweeting, I probably would have gotten a little more concerned about it because I would, you know, if I had seen it in real time, I think I would have probably raised my eyebrow a little bit like why does it feel like he has to go to social media to plead our case when i mean fsu's resume speaks for itself right and then of course uh, i I got a bunch of texts a bunch of wows and you know unbelievable and so right then and there i kind of knew um the fix was in so to speak for for the nose and man just a just a damn shame uh, considering how well that team played against a, a a Louisville program that ranked 14 in the country. And, you know, I want you to think about that, man. I mean, that's that's crazy when you think about it. And and here was my rationale for thinking that we were we were going to be fine as far as as far as, you know. FSU um, staying in the top four. The committee had moved FSU up to number four after they had beaten a mediocre Florida team with the backup quarterback. Moved us to number four. So I was like, OK, well, I mean, we just beat the number 14 team with the third string quarterback. Uh, by 10 points, was it was it pretty? No, but it was by 10 points. And then you look at Michigan and, and FSU had more total more total offensive yards uh, against Louisville than Michigan had against Power, And I'm just like, oh man, just unbelievable. I mean, I feel I feel for those guys, man. You you go out there knowing knowing you gotta win and knowing you got a Thursday quarterback, defense puts it on their shoulders. I mean, shout out to Adam Fuller. Like I tweeted last night, a lot of cats owe Adam Fuller an apology. I mean, defense is Man, that's one of the most dominant defenses performances I've seen in the last man 10, 15, maybe 20 years. I mean, unbelievable. A top 20, top 25 offense that averaged, you know, 30 plus a game, and you hold them to six points. And you you know, you 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 get the win. And you just, you know, you're you're just so happy, you know, you won your first ACC championship since 2014, and um, you know, you see the joy of the players and the coaches, and then less than 24 hours, it feels like that game meant absolutely, absolutely nothing. I mean, how how can it? I mean, it's a dark day for college football, man dark day of college football politics as usual as jay-z said politics as usual and what are are some of the ramifications of this decision well part of it i think was the committee knew that the format is going to change you know i wrote about this on chop chat today i think the committee knew that the format was going to change next year so you know it probably felt like well we can get away with it because it's not going to be the same format next year but here's the crazy part though i mean even though it's not the same format they still have set the president so now if you have an undefeated power 5 team that's not in the sec or or whoever they like i mean it still matters if you're not one of the top 4 teams because those teams are get a buy. you know so if you if you're undefeated and you you're you're in the number 5 or number 6 spot when you should be a top 4 spot that's going to affect things in the 12 team college football playoff, you know, instead of having to buy an extra, you know, extra week to, to heal up or, you know, prepare, or whatever, you're going to have to go travel somewhere and go play a game more than likely. Not only that, I mean, it just accentuates what FSU was telling everyone before the season, you know, they got to get out of the ACC, just got to get out of ACC. So now, I mean, think about it this way too. Not only, you know could it affect your seed next year it could affect recruiting i mean because think about it you, if you're mike novell you're like hey man you can come here and win a national championship and a in a recruitment like mm, i don't know dog y'all were undefeated and you still you still didn't make you know the college football playoff in the acc now granted you know you could combat that and say well you know jordan travis would have been hadn't got hurt you know I'm hundred percent sure we'd have we'd have got in there, but at the same time, opposing teams and other conferences are going to use that against you. You know, the Georgia, even though you know they got, I mean, they lost, so you know that's kind of more explainable. But at the same time, you know, it's like, man, it you know they didn't even they were undefeated and didn't even didn't even make it. You know, Georgia had been undefeated. You bet your bottom dollar they'd have been in the top four. You know, so so you you may have to combat that on the trail a little bit i mean rivals may (laughs) rivals like florida miami may you know may say you know they could point back to 2014 and how the committee handled fsu then undefeated as a number four seed here you are undefeated and you don't even make the top four you know um so looks like we're going to be matched up with georgia you know in the orange bowl and I mean, what's the incentive to play in that game if you are a Jared versus Braden Fisk, you know, anybody like that that's, you know, going to be a high draft pick? What's the incentive to play in that game when really it means nothing? It means nothing. And so, if you go out there and those guys play and you win the game, here's the narrative. Well, georgia didn't really want to be there they had some guys opt out so you know that's the only reason why fsu won if georgia beats fsu even if guys opt out or not well see we told you they sucked anyway they're not any good we told you that's why they didn't make the top four and I know some people are talking about boycott the game. Well, it's too much money on the line. You're not going to do that. And Mike Novell is not built like that. Mike Novell is going to go play the game. And luckily, you know, luckily you have a coach that, I mean, I tweeted this earlier. I There is no other coach or staff that I would want to, to lead my team and program through this situation. Um, the good thing is Mike Novell's principles and foundation are built on you know, overcoming adversity. And that's all they've done this year is overcome adversity. And this, you know, this is just another, this is another obstacle. Um, the other, the other principle is finish, right? So you always have that as a coach, you know, you could go out there and and preach that, hey, we, we haven't finished because we have another game to play. But at the same time, man, as a former athlete, I could Wholeheartedly understand any guy if you know if they're like I said if they're a, you know a guy that's going to be drafted pretty highly, I could wholeheartedly understand if they just like, hey dog, I gave everything I had, man, and you know we can't accomplish we can't accomplish um, our goal of, of winning a national championship because at this point that's what you're playing for if you're undefeated. You know, will will those guys will those guys opt out? I mean who who knows, man. I I mean I can't blame them if they do. Um, you know, J and those guys could have left last year and they didn't you know, they played in the uh, the game against Oklahoma, the bowl game against Oklahoma, so you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see. But I mean there's a no win situation playing Georgia in the orange bowl um i mean you can just see the narratives forming already and i don't know man it's a mike novell's in a tough tough spot man how do you motivate these guys to um to prepare for this game that means nothing really the regular season in my will just cancel the regular season it meant it meant nothing um at the same time you you're gonna have a lot of younger guys that are that are gonna be filling some spots next year and these next you know two, three weeks of, of bowl prep will be vital in their development. You got a bunch of guys that were that were injured, Hakeem Williams, um Destin Hill, you know, guys like that that were young and injured and they were kind of ascending. In a, in a positive direction and the injuries kind of hindered that this may be an opportunity for them to, to continue to grow and to develop into those players you need them to be next year, because you're going to lose, you are going to lose some firepower, um, you know, off this offense and off of this defense. It'd be a great opportunity for these young DBs, linebackers, uh, defensive tackles to, to continue to put in the work. And because you know, those guys, you're going to be here anyway, you know, you're going to be here anyway, your, your, your underclassmen. So it's vital that you, you know, you continue to put the work in and uphold a standard that Mike Neville and the coaches have set. But at the same time, how does this decision affect, how does it affect those dynamics? I mean, how much weight is it going to hold if Mike Neville and the coaching staff are telling you, you know, Hey, do this, do this, do this, and you'll, you'll be in a position to, to win a national championship, and, you know, it doesn't happen, now, they could always fall back on, you know, where Jordan Travis got hurt, and that's the reason they're using, using it, but it's not, it's not fair, it's, not, it's a double standard, I mean, my goodness, like I said, FSU's third string quarterback, you know, I mean, he didn't, you know, a lot of us was, 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 you know, direct snaps to the running back. But whatever, whatever it takes to win the game, you win the game. And FSU's offense put up more total yardage against a better team in Louisville than Michigan put up against Iowa on Saturday night. I mean, Alabama went life and death with Auburn. They needed a Hail Mary Mary to score whatever it was, 30 points or whatever it was in that game. A terrible Auburn team. You know they went life and death with South Florida at one point this year. Arkansas, who's a four-win team, they beat them by three points. Beat Texas A&M by five points. You know they're a seven-win team. You know, and so it just goes to the double standards of teams in the SEC and and uh, in the Big Ten. Big Ten. Michigan got caught cheating. Coach got suspended. Oh. It's all good, man. They played a bunch of cupcakes and cheated to win, but we're still going to keep them in the playoffs, man. Unbelievable, unbelievable. But it's going to be interesting. Um, obviously, my FSU is going to play in this Orange Bowl. Uh, Mark Naveil has already done the press conference for it. Him and Kirby Smart. And um, I mean, really, it's going to be it's going to be telling to see how this unfolds with which FSU players decide to play. Now look, Mike be able he may be able to rally these guys and get all of them to play in this bowl game. And if if you know if that's the case, you know, they'll go out there with Tate Roadmaker and, you know, he'll have two, three weeks to prepare for or Georgia. And look, the way the FSU defense played Saturday night, man, I mean, man, that team, that defense could play with anybody. I mean, anybody. I mean, that was unbelievable. Um, unbelievable. Now, there's a difference in the trenches for Georgia and Louisville. But at the same time, you know Georgia could have some, some guys opt out as well. So you never know until you play the game, which is the whole point of you know the college football playoff and playing the games. You know, if you'd have asked the committee or or, or a bunch of media before Friday night, if they'd have thought that Oregon was going to beat um, Washington, you'd have been like, "Oh yeah, that's no question, no question." Washington goes out there and beats them for the second time, when a lot of people thought that Oregon should have won the first game, me included. I thought Oregon would have won the rematch. I mean, I didn't think they were going to blow them out, but. I thought they were going to win. They didn't, you know, nobody thought that Auburn was going to give Alabama a game after they got blown out by New Mexico state. You know, I mean, a lot of people didn't think FSU was going to beat Louisville with a third string quarterback. I mean, that's why you play the games. I mean, who's to say if you were matched up with Michigan who I thought FSU matched up well and would have beaten Michigan. If you match up with Michigan, let's say you go out there and the way FSU's defense plays, you go out there and blitz off the edge or Jared Verse comes off the edge and you rock McCarthy and knock him out of the game. You know, look, listen, I'm not saying you go out there to injure a player, but things happen in games. Let's say you go out there and McCarthy's hurt and he and they have to go to their backup quarterback. How is that, How does that affect that game? It's a one-off. Anything, anything can happen. Just like with TCU, people are like people talking about FSU. Is this year's TCU. TCU won a playoff game last year. It's hard. It's hard to win a playoff game, you know. So the with the with the college football, you know, committee just basically putting the teams in there that they want in there, as opposed to who has earned the right to be in there. That's a disgrace. It's a travesty. It's it's ridiculous, and it really has changed. It's changed how i see college football um i mean i knew there was some bs with college football i mean obviously obviously the sec and these networks big ten you know they they all have an an agenda whatnot and and it's why one of the reasons why fsu wanted to leave you know this ranking in conference and um and i saw one of these dummies up here in north carolina talking about, you know, the reason why FH didn't didn't get the benefit of the doubt was because of how they handled the whole, you know, Jimbo to Willie um, situation. And I'm like, that's the most ridiculous statement ever. Of course, a dude that went to NC State, um, mind you, the guy that's the, the chairman of the college football playoff committee is the AD at NC State. Cornwall, Uh, there's a media guy here in North Carolina like, you know, FSU would have gotten the benefit of the doubt if they hadn't, uh, you know, been terrible on the field uh, after, you know, Jimbo and Willie Taggart, but I'm like, bro, we just won 19 straight games. We're 4-0 against the SEC over the last two years. Won this raggedy ACC conference with ease. And yet here we are not in the college football playoff. Why did you think FSU is so vocal about trying to leave this raggedy conference before the season started? That's why this conference holds no weight. Not only is it not respected, every year you're in this conference, you're falling, falling, falling behind financially compared to teams in the SEC and the big 10. So what I would love to see is because you know the ACC is in bed with the with ESPN and Disney just as the SEC is, but they kind of get treated like the redheaded stepchild. I would love to see if she definitely vote for the Big Ten now. If they could somehow get to the Big Ten, I would jump for joy. Not only would you make more money, but then you would at least not to have to deal with the politics and how ESPN and those talking heads talk about FSU um, when, when comparing them to other teams. I mean, it's been unbelievable how Kirk Herbstreit and, and, and all of these talking heads have been, I mean, they've been building this up. I mean, it's been a nonstop conversation. It kind of was coming up even before Jordan Travis, you know, got hurt, you know, Oh, well, you know, they only won by 21 points instead of 30. And and again, mind you, these other teams out here going life and death with TCU, and Arkansas, and Auburn. I mean, it's ridiculous, man. I don't even know. I just, I don't know, man. It just, um, it just changed everything I plan to do um, this week um, regarding. I mean, I wanted to really give time to, and I still plan to give time to this Louisville performance. I mean, that was, that was such a gutty performance. Uh, on offense and defense, because uh, both, both, and special teams. And shout out to Ryan Fitzgerald for making you know two out of three field goals uh, when last year. I mean, we we were scared that he wasn't even gonna make an extra point. But but I plan to 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 dig into that game just because it's they deserve that. Those guys fought like hell to win that game, and they deserve that. So, and I hope as an FSU fan, you don't tune out. Because they got snubbed, um, this program has come, I mean, literally come from hell and is now back among the elite, even though they get, didn't get treated as such on, on Sunday. But as an FSU fan, uh, I would encourage you to continue to support the program, support these players, uh, you know, give to the battles in, and um, that's the only way you're going to be able to, to stay you know, where you are right now. Um, One other thing I didn't think about either, really, too, is like, well, with the way they did the FSU, the committee did the FSU, I mean, how does that make Mike Novell feel about what's possible here? You know, uh with the way they did FSU and, you know, being in, in, in the ACC, does that make him look at FSU differently? You know, if somebody else comes calling with a bunch of money, you know, they easily could say, hey, look, man you went undefeated in that conference you still got snubbed come over here we'll give you more money and you know these resources and we can see what's what's possible we think we we think you can make it happen over here a lot of fallout a lot of ramifications from that one dumb decision by a committee that obviously values politics money greed over the integrity of the sport and um it's a damn shame i tell you but anyway man that's all i got i just want to kind of give you some 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 ideas of what i've been thinking about uh, since this announcement took place um interesting to see i'm interested to see how this team responds how mike, mike novell responds if i you know, been, been following the team since Michael Bell, you know, well before he's been coached, but obviously since he's been coach. And I mean, I, I don't expect anything less than for him to, you know, stay on, stay on the message that he always does, you know, overcome this obstacle, fight for your brother, you know, finish. Um, like he says, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. So uh, I expect nothing less from him. And um, like I said, I wouldn't want anybody else leading this team program right now. So um, stick with us, man. And um, we're going to continue to pump out FSU content. So if you haven't subscribed, make sure you do so. Um, go ahead and hit those notifications. Turn those notifications on so you'll you'll know when everything's released. And um, until next time, go knows